Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, Bitcoin price chart flashes a bullish sign as we return back above $27,200. And check this out, Hal Finney on Bitcoin at $11 exactly 12 years ago today, ahead of his time. Quoting him here, every day that goes by and Bitcoin hasn't collapsed, increases the chance of eventual success and justifies a higher price. Amen. And Max Kaiser reminds us that 99% of his transactions in El Salvador were using the King Crypto Bitcoin. We'll also be discussing U.S. congressman moves to stop CBDC dead in his tracks and introduces a bill to block the Federal Reserve, as well as U.S. banking system will lose massive chunks of wealth from American businesses seeking yield, according to Arthur Hayes. We'll also be discussing dollar-based stablecoins to strengthen the greenback, says the Binance CEO CZ, and says he thinks DeSantis is great. We'll also be discussing breaking news, Brazilian crypto exchange Mercado, Bitcoin license as a payment provider, according to this latest report. We'll also be discussing the top reasons why Bitcoin price will hit $1 million per coin as per the strike CEO, Jack Maulers, and quoting him here, there are only two things I can guarantee in this world. Number one, nobody can live forever. And number two, nobody can create more than 21 million Bitcoin. For everything else, there will always be more supply given enough demand. That is why the only two things I truly value are my life and my Bitcoin. Touche. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome, everyone. This is pod episode number 1302. I'm your host, JV. How's your weekend thus far? Today is June 4th, Sunday, 2023. Let's kick off today's show with our market watch. We can see Bitcoin and many of the major cryptos back in the green. Bitcoin trading just above 27,200 at the time of this live stream. We also have Ether up a half a percent, trading back above $1,900. XRP in the green up 3.4%. And along with Cardano, Solana, Polkadot, and Avalanche, and BNB and Litecoin are correcting and in the red. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, we got the crypto market cap sitting just above $1.14 trillion with $20 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance at 45.9% with the Ether dominance at 19.9%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours. Holy moly, Terra Classic 
It's like the resurrection of Lazarus. It's up 33% for the day, followed by Solana up 5% trading at 22 bucks, followed by Immutable up 5% trading just above 83 cents. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, we also have Luna Classic up 33%. Massive gains overall for the altcoin market as the bullish breakout is tend to be good for the rest of the crypto market. And checking out the Crypto Good and Fair Index, we're currently rated a 52 in neutral. Yesterday was a 53. Last week, a 50. And last month, a 61 in greed. So there you have it. How many of you are currently bullish on the King Crypto and taking advantage of these dips? Let me know in the comments right down below. And now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis and check out some of the charts. The U.S. equities markets welcome the debt ceiling. And uh the May non-farm payrolls data on June 2nd was strong rallies. The S&P rose 1.8% during the week, while the tech-heavy NASDAQ was up 2%. This was the sixth consecutive week of gains for the NASDAQ and the first such occasion since January of 2020. And in addition to the above, the expectation of the Federal Reserve remaining in a pause mode during the next meeting may have acted as the catalyst for this rally. CME's FedWatch tool is showing a 75% probability of a pause, with the remaining 25% expecting a 25 basis point hike in the June 14 meeting, which is now just 10 days away. Now, rallies in the equities markets failed to trigger a similar performance in Bitcoin and the alts. However, a minor positive is that several major cryptos have stopped falling and are trying to start a recovery. Could the bulls maintain the momentum and surmount the respective overhead resistance levels? Well, let's break it down. Starting with this Bitcoin price analysis, Bitcoin has been trading close to the 20-day exponential moving average at 27,233, which you can see in this chart for the past three days. This suggests that the bulls are buying the dip near 26,500. Now the 20-day EMA has flattened out and the relative strength index, which is the RSI, is just below that midpoint, indicating a balance between supply and demand. This balance will tilt in favor of the buyers if they drive the price above the resistance line of the descending channel pattern. They may start a northward march towards 31,000. Send it. Let's freaking go. I think once we can reclaim that yearly high of 31,000, we can head on up to 40,000. I personally can't wait. If the price turns out down from the resistance line, it will suggest that Bitcoin may spend some more time inside the channel. The critical level to watch on the downside is 25,250. And a break close below this support may intensify selling and a tug price towards 20,000. Now this four-hour chart also shows that the bears are guarding the immediate resistance of 27 7350. So on the downside, Bitcoin has been forming higher lows in the near term, indicating demand at the lower levels. This enhances the prospects of a rally above the overhead resistance. And if that happens, Bitcoin may soar to the resistance line of the descending channel. And if the bears want to gain the upper hand, they'll have to quickly sink the price below the nearest support of 26.5. The next stop on the downside could be 26.3 and then $25,800. And now for a throwback, uh, may he rest in peace, the late great Hal Finney on Bitcoin at just $11 exactly 12 years ago. Today, obviously ahead of his time, quoting him here, every day that goes by and Bitcoin hasn't collapsed increases the chance of eventual success and justifies a higher price. You damn skippy. And lo and behold, Bitcoin is up roughly 20 million percent in the past decade. So long live the spirit of Hal Finney. He'll always be amongst us along with Satoshi. You know what I mean? I truly feel that Bitcoin is God hacking humanity. Let me know if you feel the same. Now let's break down our next breaking story of the day and dis- discuss U.S. Congress- uh, congressman moving to stop CBDC that in its track with this new bill. That's right. A congressman in West Virginia's 
second district is introducing a new bill that would keep the Fed from carrying out experiments related to the use of CBDCs. In a new press release, Congressman Alex Mooney introduces the Digital Dollar Pilot Prevention Act, which aims to close a loophole that would allow the Fed from running a pilot program designed to test the feasibility of issuing a CBDC. Quoting him here, this bill would prohibit the Fed from establishing, carrying out, or approving a program intended to test the practice. A practicability of issuing a CBDC, which we all know is a central bank digital currency. And according to the press release, more than a dozen House Republicans have agreed to serve as original co-sponsors of the bill. That's right, says Mooney, Congre- uh, quoting him here. Congress cannot give an inch when it comes to CBDCs. CBDCs would threaten the liberties of law-abiding Americans and are being used by authoritarian countries right now to crack down on dissent. He is right. He continues. That's why closing this pilot program loophole is so important to prevent the Fed from bypassing the will of Congress. I am proud to introduce this legislation to do exactly that. Now, the press release also says that the House Republicans have been clear in their stance that the Fed has no legal authority to issue a CBDC without the approval of Congress. And according to the document, CBDCs raise major privacy and government surveillance concerns. Quoting him again. Right now, China is circulating its CBDC as part of a pilot program which will be used to monitor the transactions of its people and restrict banking access to government dissenters. Legislation is needed to ensure that the Fed cannot make an end run around Congress and issue a CBDC as a part of any pilot program while stopping its current development dead in the tracks. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding this move by U.S. congressmen? I think it is great and I think we need more congressmen like this to call out, you know, the bad actors and the fact that trying to implement a CBDC, which would be the death and destruction of humanity as we know it, just pointing out the obvious. Now for our next breaking story of the day, and it's within the U.S. banking system. Let's break this down. BitMEX founder Arthur Hayes says that the U.S. banks are about to take another hit. That's right. This time from businesses looking to outperform low interest rates. Written in a new essay, Hayes says that the recent exodus out of the U.S. banking system will likely to get worse. So do keep that in mind. Only keep in the bank what you're affording and willing to lose. And according to statistics compiled by the Fed's economic data system, depositors yanked out $30 billion out of the American bank accounts from May 10th just to the May 17th. So in one week, people exited out 30 billion out of the banks. Insane. And again, this is just starting. The number represents an increase of more than $4 billion over the previous week. The U.S. banking system now has a total of $17 trillion in deposits compared to $18 trillion just a year ago. Now, do you think they actually have that fiat to pay out if there was a bank run? Absolutely not. Hayes says that with the high rates now available in the money market funds that invest in U.S. Treasury, banks will likely see another wave of withdrawals from investors and businesses looking for better returns. That's right. Quoting him here, over a trillion dollars has been removed from the U.S. banking system since last year. The big question going forward is, will this exodus continue? Will businesses and individuals continue to move money from 0% yielding bank accounts into money market funds yielding 5 or 6%? Logic tells us the answer is an obvious and resounding absolutely. Why? Why would they not? If all it takes is a few minutes in their smartphones to 10x their interest income, the U.S. private sector will continue to pull money from the U.S. banking system until the banks offer competitive rates 
that match at least the Fed fund rates. Now, Hayes is also predicting that a bull market is now ahead for Bitcoin and that Bitcoin will not revisit $20,000 ever again. Quoting him here, I expect that Bitcoin will hold firm here. I do not believe we'll retest 20000 or come anywhere close. As money slowly trickles into the global risk asset markets, a strong base of support will form. Volatility and trading volumes always disappoint during the Northern Hemispheric summer months, so I am not surprised that DGENs plagued by boredom have checked out crypto trading for the time being. I will use this time to calm slowly increase my allocation to bitcoin after the u.s treasury's general account is replenished and he leaves up with leaves us with this as more and more pundits start talking about what is happening to the billions of dollars printed by the fed and u.s treasury and handed out as interest it'll become common knowledge once more that the money printer is going and when the printer goes bitcoin goes boom you're damn right we all know that Bitcoin is the perfect hedge against inflation. So if you think the government will continue to go with their money printer, you should be hedging with some BTC. It only makes sense. With that being shared, fam, now let's discuss the latest of the Binance CEO and what he has to share regarding stable coins and his thoughts on DeSantis. As you know, DeSantis is a uh, Republican running for president, and he also announced his strong stance against CBDCs, central bank digital currencies, and the fact that he is pro Bitcoin. And we also have Kennedy Jr., who is a Democrat running for president as well in the United States in 2024. He is also uh, pro-Bitcoin and anti-CBDC. So things are really starting to heat up. So yeah, let's break this down. And welcome to everyone just tuning in. I appreciate all your support. Binance founder and chief executive CZ gave his thoughts on the crypto regulatory situation in the U.S. in an Ask Me Anything session on Twitter this past Wednesday. He was asked to comment in light of the 2024 U.S. presidential election and the statements of some of the candidates on crypto and regulations, CZ said that his outlook on the current regulatory environment in the U.S. is not positive from crypto's perspective. Quoting him here, I think there is a lack of clarity and there are clear cases of regulation by enforcement of which we are a recipient of in at least one case. So it is just not good. He stated, U.S. has pros and cons. U.S. is a democracy. It's got foundations, freedom of speech. So it's strong in many points. But the U.S. also has some disadvantages when it comes to crypto adoption. Option, the entrepreneur elaborated. Now, CZ noted that the U.S. dollar is the global dominant currency, which is a very powerful tool for the U.S. He added that some people in the country believe that no one can do anything that would even hint at undermining that power, quitting him here. But then there is a different group of guys who are innovators who say the best way to enhance the dominance of that, which the dollar, is to embrace crypto. The founder of the world's largest crypto exchange pointed out. He also says if we increase the U.S. dollar-based stablecoins, that further strengthens the U.S. dollar being used in more places. If we limit that, it reduces the use case for the U.S. dollars globally and at least in the crypto communities. Now, CZ admitted he is too busy uh, to regularly follow U.S. politics, but praised Florida Governor Ron DeSantis for his stance on crypto assets. Quitting him here, he is very pro-crypto, so I think he is great. He also listed other U.S. officials in the category, such as fantastic Miami Mayor Francis Suarez and Commissioner of the SEC, Crypto Mom, the one and only Hester Pierce, shout out to all of them. And while currently the U.S. doesn't look positive to crypto with its chaotic environment, the collapse of three crypto-friendly banks and lawsuits involving a number of leading crypto companies, the CEO of Binance is convinced that the U.S. has the potential to become a leader again when the regulatory landscape becomes more favorable. Well, I think once 
uh, no clarity. Gary leaves the SEC. Maybe we can have some clear regulations. What are your thoughts? CZ's comments on the regulatory challenges for the crypto industry and the world's leading economy come after he recently addressed the problems with banking and that his and other companies in the sector are currently facing around the world. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with CZ. And what are your thoughts on DeSantis running for president, being pro uh, BTC and anti-CBDC? Let me know in the comments right down below. Now let's discuss uh, the latest with this Brazilian exchange, and then we'll dive into Jack Mahler's The Strike CEO's $1 million Bitcoin price prediction before wrapping up with some live uh, Q&A. And if you're just joining us, make sure to smash that like button if you're enjoying today's show. Crypto exchange Mercado Bitcoin was granted a payment provider license from Brazil's central bank on June 2nd. According to local media reports, with the license, the company will launch its fintech solution, which is MB Pay. That's right. The approval of the central bank is a crucial step as it allows us to continue expanding our business, providing a better service to our customers, said Roberto Dagnomi, the CEO of 2TM, the parent company of Mercado Bitcoin. And as a payment institution, MB Pay can provide Brazilian users with specific digital banking services using crypto assets held on the exchange, such as digital fixed income investments, staking and other financial transactions. A debit card offering a crypto off-ramp for users is expected to go live soon. Let's go. How many of you are in Brazil? Holla at your boy. And previously, traditional local broker guide Investmentos also announced a partnership with Mercado Bitcoin to enter the digital asset market. It's kind of like Bruce Lee entering the dragon. Let's go. Mercado's Bitcoin fintech rollout has been planned for 2021, but was delayed due to the regulator's approval process. The development came the same day as Mercado Bitcoin was ordered to return Turn over 21 21- or 2,182 Bitcoin worth almost $60 million at the time of this writing back to a group of investors alleging that the co-founder and former executive withheld funds in a fabricated hack all the way back in 2013. That's right. Now a vibrant demand for digital solutions and a population of almost 214 million have drawn crypto firms to the Latin American country. Let's go Brazil. Now Binance previously ranked Brazil among its top global markets. Its local partner, LATAM Gateway, was also granted a payment provider license in the country recently, May 19th. Other crypto exchanges licensed as payment providers in Brazil include Crypto.com and Bitso. Coinbase is also expanding operations in the country. Since March, the American exchange has partnered with local payment providers to offer crypto purchases and enable deposits and withdrawals in the local currency. So there you have it. Bitcoin game theory in full effect as mass adoption continues around the world. I love Brazil. I love Latin America. And I love the fact there's over 213 million potential users that could be taking advantage of the King Crypto. So let's get it. Now let's break down our final story of the day. And that's Jack Mahler's recent $1 million Bitcoin price prediction. Let's break it down, shall we? And how many of you watched his recent speech from the Bitcoin Miami conference? Let me know in the comments right down below. So here we go. Let's start right here. With the United States Federal Reserve printing massive amounts of dollars to save collapsing banking industry, Bitcoin prices are expected to soar higher in the coming years. And moreover, more countries are expected to adopt Bitcoin as a deflationary asset, if not legal tender. And how many of you remember Balaji, who is the former Coinbase uh, CTO, uh, chief technology officer, he made a very bold bet that Bitcoin would hit a million dollars within 90 days and that if he'd lose, he'd pay a million dollars. Lo and behold, we didn't hit anywhere near a million dollars, obviously, as Bitcoin has been trying 
uh, trading sideways currently at 27,000 and he actually paid out that bet as he said he would. He also pointed out in this tweet, just as in 2008, the bankers lied. This time, the central bankers, the banks and the bank regulators have lied to all dollar holders and depositors. This isn't your typical fractional reserve situation. The problem is that there isn't enough in reserves. I agree that with that 100%. Now let's dive into what Jack Mullers has to share. Speaking on CNBC's Power Lunch with Kelly Evans, the strike CEO Jack Mullers discussed the role of Bitcoin in the ongoing banking crisis. Mullers is 100% convinced Bitcoin price will hit a million dollars per BTC, fueled by global hyperinflation. According to Mullers, the Fed has tarnished its name by printing more money to save the banking industry, despite claims to reduce inflation to 2%. And as such, Mullers expects the FOMC statement on the interest rate to push the Bitcoin prices to continue higher on demand. And he also reiterated the fact that there would only be 21 million Bitcoin units despite the increase in demand. Quoting Jack Mahlers from Crypto Twitter, and I love this tweet, probably one of my favorite. There are only two things I can guarantee in this world. Number one, nobody can live forever. And number two, nobody can create more than 21 million Bitcoin. For everything else, there will always be more supply given enough demand. That is why the only two things I truly value are my life and my Bitcoin. Very bold words coming from the strike uh, CEO. And notably, Mahlers also bashed the altcoin industry for being centralized with founders holding massive coins at the expense of the secondary market. And as such, Mahlers thinks altcoins are suitable for speculation and should ultimately be used to accumulate more Bitcoins. Quitting him here, my overall opinion is that the name of the game is to accumulate as much Bitcoin as possible. Alts are interesting, but a lot more speculative. I use them to accumulate more Bitcoin, Mahler said. So there you have it. Also like to point out, more recently at that Bitcoin Miami 2023 conference, major news was announced and that strike expanding to 65 countries globally. So that's right. So the Strike app, which is a second layer app that uses the Lightning Network to send and receive transactions and BTC, etc. You can now use that not only in the United States, not only in El Salvador, but in over 65 countries around the world to help usher in that massive adoption. This does stuff like put the remittance businesses out of business like the MoneyGram, the Western Union, etc. Because if you had the opportunity to send money back to your family and you can do it instantaneously and for free using the Bitcoin network, wouldn't you choose that versus paying 10 or 20% with third parties that threw us overboard a very long time ago? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.